Hello? Touche. Touche. Oh, my God. <laughs> Let me tell you what is deceivingly frustrating. And I now that I'm realizing it's from a pr- place of privilege, always. And um, I did not know how difficult it was to just go get a flu shot. I thought you could just go get one. Okay. No. Here's what the thing is. I went, I read the... <laughs> Because I, I read the newspaper here in San Diego. I'm still trying to, to figure out for myself if the Union or the Times is a better San Diego paper. I don't have that answer yet. Hmm. Um, so I, I, I read, I skim through both. And it was like flea, free flu shots at this location between this time. And I went and they had run out. And that is fine because I was like, well, I do have insurance at the end of the month. I should be doing it through that anyway. So I went, looked up where my insurance, you know, CVS, sure, sure, sure. I went there. It, it doesn't. I have to do it through a doctor. And I'm like, but I don't understand. So anyway, that's fine. But um, I don't have a, a primary care here in San Diego yet. And I'm losing my Sigma at the end of the month and blah, blah, blah. So she's just going to have to be careful. She's you know what? Have to be careful. Go you ahead. have Sigma through equity? Yeah. Yeah. Colin told me that he also had to go and he couldn't get it either. Yeah. And and then somebody told him, oh, yeah, you have to, like, get special permission first before you go do it or something. Yeah. Are you kidding? Really? So I'm like, okay, well, bye. Like, I don't know where I'm going to get that. But like, just keep washing your hands. You know, (laughs) I guess we're, you know good luck. Don't get the flu. Don't get COVID. I'm just sort of like, all right, well, bye. (laughs) Like, okay. I was like, all right, bye. And the guy, I was frustrated. He's like, I'm sorry. And I just go, ugh, it's not your fault. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's not your fault. It's like, damn, I wasted a lot of gas driving around trying to get some flu shots. But you know, here we are. There are worse things, aren't there? There are more, we have way more pressing issues to be in, to be upset about. I guess, but I also think, you know, like I've been writing a lot of postcards, you know? Yeah. And it does seem like no matter what election I'm writing for. Yeah. The big thing is we believe in health care. We think health care is a right, not a privilege. Yeah. Yeah. And it does feel like that does feel like something that should be a right not a privilege <laughs> yeah i keep i'm writing that as well in the postcards to where was i ohio was my last batch and for, the I was state, like, for the supreme court yes Same. jennifer and jeff, jennifer right? brunner jennifer and brunner and jeff o'donnell honey John O'Donnell. <laughs> yeah and i was like two n's two l's two n's two l's two l's two n's two l's <laughs> i love it i yeah it was fun writing my name a bunch of times and it's been fun also, Biden-Harris. It's fun seeing my name there. Um, <laughs> I've been enjoying seeing my name places in, uh, represented in the uh, Democratic Party. Um, but anyway, we, we move on from flu shots and healthcare, which none of us will never get anyway. And um, I... Oh, I was regist- just thinking yes, the only two people I can think of named Jeff are both Republicans. Sessions and Flake. N- not anymore. Jeff O'Donnell from the Ohio 
the Supreme no, that's Court. John O'Donnell. It was John? Oh John. no, I wrote his name wrong. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sure I wrote John. I was just thinking differently. Um, well, we'll find you some we'll find you some semi-prominent slash prominent democratic representatives so you can attach as well. How's okay. that? Okay. I'll get on that. Um Great. listeners, tweet Jeff, please. Thank you. <laughs> with a with a handle. Um I am I'm not on Twitter. <laughs> Right. You're not on anything right now, right? No, I got it Let's off. Let's get back to that. Okay. We've already discussed that, or we can get back to that. I, um, I am now registered in the state of California. Uh-huh. I also have received my California license in the mail. Oh, that was quick. Well, when you got time to spend the day at the DMV, you just go do it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it was funny. She finished. I mean, it was we had quick a love- to have already gotten it. Because I remember when you went. Well, here's the situation. Oh, right, right, right. Everything sort of had to happen fast because I had to move from where I was into a new place. And there's the whole established residency in the state of California before you can apply for Medi-Cal, which is California's Medicaid. So I had to sort of like hop to because you have to do it in the first two weeks of October. <laughs> so I had to really hop to about it. Mm. Um of which I have. And, you know, <laughs> we'll see what California Medi-Cal has in store for me. But at least if, you know, something horrible happens, I'll at least have something. So I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful um, to be in an apartment. I'm grateful to have a permanent re- address for now and to have a California license. Bar. She's really turning it over. She's really just like, okay, well, I'm really just accepting where I am. Truly. You're a little um, California baby. I am a little California baby. And I, I am enjoying learning a new, I am enjoying learning a new city and state and I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. Oh, I love that. I am. I am really enjoying it. Um, and we all know I love the beach. We can all see from my gratuitous bikini photos that I will continue to post. <laughs> I didn't know you had um, gratuitous bikini You don't photos. know because you're not on Instagram. <laughs> Honey, you should follow me if you're into it. <laughs> hey, P.S. P.S. Happy National Coming Out Day. Isn't that today? Oh, it's today, October 11th. Yeah. Yes. October 11th. Happy national coming out I'm not, this is not when we're dropping this we don't know when we're dropping this oh right but um happy national coming out day girl <laughs> thanks um surprise <laughs> turns out this whole time you've been it. listening to an avowed homosexual check my god your, check your <laughs> prejudices check them listen to me i the only people that i find extremely interesting are gay people <laughs> and we know that and i <laughs> that's no surprise and i have no qualms about saying it um so i'm thank god you all came out because i would have would be deadly bored now that's not true you have a lot of you have a lot of female friends who are straight and I do have a lot of lovely straight you don't female have a lot friends. Of straight male friends. <laughs> I have no. I have. I have a good amount. Like when I'm, I have. I have them. I'm just. They're not as interesting to me. Mm. But they're good people. <laughs> <laughs> no, some of them make me laugh. I like. 
I don't know. You there's gotta be yeah. Some of them make me laugh pretty hard, and that's good. And some right. are fun. I just that's not anyway. That's a whole thing we could get into. That's a whole that's actually I should take that to my therapy session. I should what? take that to my therapist. Like, why do I find gay people more interesting than straight people? Particular and then why why am I not entertained by straight men? Why is that? Because they're not entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> They're not. They're not. See, I actually, you know, it's funny because I had a similar Sorry, thing. Sorry, straight men who are listening to this. I can't imagine anyone is, but thank you <laughs> for tuning in. I find you interesting. I find you very interesting. How pedantic and belittling did I say that? Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I also, when I went to, when I started therapy, my whole thing was about like, was about straight men because I have. But for me, it's not about not finding them interesting or not finding them or finding them boring or not finding them funny or whatever. It's about my extreme, profound, from the deepest part of my gut, uh-huh. fear of them. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, touche. I mean, that's the real touche. I mean, what are we at episode 200 and something? We finally got there. <laughs> Are just everything wraps up in our extreme profound fear of straight men. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I, mean, I do believe if I could, if I were over that huge fear, mm-hmm. my career would be in such a better place. I, Honey. I 100% believe that's why my career is not as good as it is, is because I'm so afraid of all <sighs> straight men. But I'm also Honey. afraid of of straight women in development (laughs) people in power yeah i'm afraid of all people in power people in power okay um i honey if we all could get over our fear of straight men this would be a very different world Mm. very very different world including straight men's fear of straight men well of course, like that's sort of number one. <laughs> Neil said so there it's sort of number one. Neil, my husband Neil, said mm-hmm. um, a funny thing, which is that he he like in our house we do a lot of gasping, you know, like <laughs> right, like oh, curl, pearl clutching, gasping. exactly, like sure. if something falls or if like if something <gasps> shocking happens on a TV show, we're like oh oh oh, you know? <laughs> and. Um, he said, I wonder what like straight men who suppress the gasp, what, hmm. what like detrimental thing happens to them that they're <sighs> suppressing the thing. And it, and his final thought was, I guess war. That's why war. Happens. <laughs> well, I mean, first and foremost, <laughs> kidney stones form. I mean, <laughs> kidney stones form. And then, I mean, what, I mean, what's my experience around straight men? What happens when things like that happen? My experience is they get very silent and they get tense. And it's like, it's like this like lid on, on, you know, on a boiling pot that's like, you know, clanking about to like fly off. It's very that it's, it's like something happens and it's like, obviously not all, of course, don't forget to say it. Not all men. Hurry up and say it on national coming out day, Jen. Don't forget to say that. (laughs) But, um, 
it, there's a there's a silence and like a tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I in my experience or those who I have grown up with and attract. But um <laughs> <laughs> I know what do I do when I you know me, I probably go I just scream, I guess. <laughs> I go, damn it, or I go work, or I go right. I go, yes. <laughs> yeah, you definitely. One word. Expl- ex- ex- wait, expl- wait, what's the Exclamations. word? Exploitatives. What's that Expletives? word? Expletives? But they're not yes, necessarily expletives. Like work isn't an expletive. Expletive would need to be like, shit. You don't think that I use work as an expletive? Think about it. I guess, but you wouldn't need to... Um... You wouldn't need to bleep it on television. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. But fair. also, like, for me, like, I'm right. talking more about, less about, like, when the TV thing, because I, I do feel like on TV, you would, if something shocking happened, you would say work. But more like, like, for instance, today, I was um, cleaning the um, cast iron skillet. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, I had to turn on the heat so that the water all evaporated. And then I had to put grapeseed oil into the thing and when I Mm. grabbed the grapeseed oil I grabbed it this is my own fault I grabbed it by just the lid and the lid was not on and and what'd you say she said work (laughs) (laughs) no it fell and there was you know oil flew all over me all over the floor oh god and I just go oh no oh no oh no (laughs) (laughs) Uh, do you know what's funny can i say that is something that you read in a script and you go how am i supposed to say that do you know, like, you're like oh and then i drop the pan and, and the and the words are oh no oh no oh no and you're like how do i say that do you know when like this script something goes wrong and it's always written fuck fuck fuckity fuck fuck fucker fuck. right and you're like, no, no one says that like that. Right. No one but, says that. But obviously that. the writer says something like that. You know what I mean? I guess. It's personal I don't them. know. Do all writers say fuck, fuck, fuckity, fuck, fuck? I guess I so. don't know. Some are it probably drives me lazy. Crazy. Fair. Oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. That's what I said. <laughs> That's what I said. I would laugh so hard. <laughs> <laughs> As I actually, what was weird is that as I was saying it, I was like, this sounds dumb. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you're editing yourself. Like, Neil Neil was in the shower, and I I had like, I had a simultaneous thought of like, oh, we can't hear this because this sounds dumb. Uh, And that was weird, right? (laughs) Oh, God, I'm laughing. It's really funny. It's really funny. Um, Jeff, how are you this? I haven't talked to you in a little bit here. How are you? I'm okay. Covered in grapeseed oil, but other than that. Oh, my God. Well, grapeseed oil is a great makeup remover and moisturizer. <laughs> it's a good By the oil. way, I've been, I've, been using, I've been using your skincare tips. And? I have to say, I have less pimples from my mask. Mm-hmm. And there you go. I do look great. And at the end of the night, as I'm about to lay down to bed, I think to myself, you look like a glazed donut. <laughs> there you go. There you go, honey. Yes. Put it together. And what do you got? Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Yeah. Love it. Love yeah. it. 
Yeah, skincare is fun. I really like it. I really, really like it. I'm having to like really, I'm like, oh, every day I need to put sunscreen on my arms. Like, yeah, especially in California. I'm in California. I'm in Southern California, and this face, of course, gets her sunscreen. Right. But I'm like, no, this chest, these arms, like, I, I have discovered two new sunspots <laughs> on my left arm. Mm. And I was like, uh oh, better get that sunscreen, going, girl. So she is. She is. She is. She's got you it. You know, She's when got I it. did a show at the Globe, I remember Barry. Edelstein mm-hmm. like speaking to us and he was saying something about like moving from New York to, to San Diego and all the differences and he mm-hmm. said it's so much more laid back here except for you really do need to put on sunscreen every single day <laughs> you do I'm glad that he said that it's true you really truly do you really truly truly do um and it is a, a minor, minor inconvenience to actually have the sun's access right. on a daily basis. Right. Um, anyway, but uh, so you've, I've asked how you were and you said the skincare is mm-hmm. good. How are you? Um, I am okay. I am in a, I have moved for the sixth time during COVID. The sixth time during covid and i am finally in my own place it is not permanent but it's 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 a really nice solid for mm-hmm. now you like it better than it and yeah <laughs> and <laughs> yeah i do like it better than it and i feel very <laughs> i do yeah. like it better than it would <laughs> uh, yeah i feel very i mean I feel very calm and I feel very at, at mm. peace and I feel like I can for the first time during this COVID really in the last like three years, honestly, but I felt like relaxed mm. and this is the first time I've ever lived by mm. myself and I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. Got it. I feel like an adult on levels that I've never felt before. And uh, I feel like I'm getting my feet back on the ground. When you say I feel like an adult in levels I never had before, is that a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing. It feels like having my own place, which has always been my dream, is like getting something that I've always dreamed about. (laughs) (laughs) And... That feels adult. Like when dreams are made, it feels adult. And I just feel very grateful. And I don't feel, obviously, like I feel very um, concerned about, I mean, first things first, it's the election. Like I'm just head, head deep, like, or up to my neck. Like I'm full in, like we need, we'd like, we must get him out. My con- contribution is postcards, postcards, postcards. And um, that's first things first. I am concerned about our industry, as many industries have clearly been desperately affected. I am concerned about that. We could talk about that. Um, And I have this sort of like thing where like, I feel okay right now, but the major economic effect is going to come in about four to five months. 
and that's when we're really going to need fucking help. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's not right away. Hurry, give everyone money. Like, keep it. it's like, um, but what, what happens when we run out of what we've had? You know, I, I definitely feel like we are only at the beginning, the beginning of what the economic and socioeconomic repercussions, if you will, of, of this, this pandemic and, the future actually scares me. But for now, for today, I feel safe. I feel content. And the word safe is, I was writing about this. I haven't felt safe in a long time. I haven't felt safe. And I think we could rewind to, and I mean, you all, we've been doing this podcast for years. When I sued my landlords, (laughs) Back in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Which was three years ago. It was a little over three years ago. Like the the rockiness to life, the like instability under my feet, like started mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. for me. Again, I speak from deep, deep, deep privilege, but for me, that is what I felt. And it wasn't until I got here by myself that I, I mean, coming to California. I felt that way a lot, but then moving out of where I was staying, I had no idea what, how much that was also contributing. And I feel, I feel Mm. safe and I wish this feeling for everyone. Mm. And I don't know how to give it to everyone. I'm just sort of like, Everyone needs this feeling. Everyone must have this feeling. How do we, like, children must have this feeling. I don't know. I feel that way. I'm like, I'm like, children absolutely must feel this feeling. I don't. And it'll go away, girl. Give me till about seven o'clock tonight. And I'll be like, oh, I'm alone. I'm scared. Help me. Oh, my God. COVID. Right. Right. But, like, (laughs) you asked me how I'm doing in this moment. And I told you in this moment. But there is a feeling of, like, oh, my God. Like. How, how do we make kids feel fucking safe, especially in this time? It's a long conversation. I, I don't know how to start, begin, end, or even contribute to, contribute to it. But it's um, it feels a little like immediate mm-hmm. to me. Um, mm. Anyway, um, that's how I feel. How and in you? How are you feeling in this moment? <laughs> um, in this very moment. Um... Well, I mean, this is, um, I, you know, I was sad before by feeling a little bit better. I've been, every day I exercise, every day I meditate, every time, every day I journal. That's helping me. Oh my God. That's helping me. You know what I mean? I mean, honestly, if I weren't doing those things, how the hell would I be feeling now? But today I, I like have been, you know, cause there's like nothing to concentrate on. Like there's no job there's mm-hmm. no auditions there's no mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. security or hope or safety um, <laughs> there's no security <laughs> hope or safety there isn't again very fleeting my feelings i'm sure but Continue. um and, and I'm, I'm actually in a much better place now but um but so i need something to concentrate on so what i've been concentrating on is my physical health so in the last Great. since september 2nd I have lost 16 pounds, but that's not really what I'm focusing on, not the weight, but also, I, but I, the thing I have been focusing on is nutrition and like feeding my body 
good things, but also like edging up how far I can run. I want to be able to run a long way. And today I ran for the longest mm-hmm. that I've ever run in my entire life. And so right now I am feeling a little sore in my hip. And I'm, I'm going to tell you how long it is. It, for me, this is huge. I know that there are people who run marathons who are going to be like, oh, how cute. <laughs> Jeff, are you even beginning to compare yourself to people who run marathons right now? I'm stopping you. I'm not even letting you continue on that trail. Well, just going. because I feel like. No, no, no. We're not even going down well, it. How long have you run? Jen. No, people how might long be have you run? To this who do run marathons. But anyway, well, who cares? Basically the same thing that you do when you say, again, I realize I'm coming from a place of privilege. I, I realize Fair. I'm coming from Fair. a place of, of less work. I, st- um, I stand corrected. But what I want to say is, for me, this was huge. I ran 90 minutes, nine miles. Jeez. Nine points. That's incredible. Actually, that is incredible. It was 86. Six minutes, but that 9. is incredible. Miles. And um, and it felt good, except for I do feel I'm walking around while I'm doing this because I feel like if I don't, my hips might right um, <laughs> seize up, <laughs> cease working, <laughs> cease working. Well, that is incredible. You will not ever see me running unless a small child darts <laughs> into the street. And even then, it might like, be a jog and a trot, depending like on how the fast story. the car is going. <laughs> exactly. It is going to be a short trot. And I will probably use my voice before I even start running and startle everyone. And then I don't know. <sighs> so congr- that is incredible. It's incredible. It's incredible. I don't even know what shoes you would wear to run. Like I would have to have like, well, I, don't know, I, I went can't. to last running summer. Is, oh I started God. getting into running and I went to this running uh-huh. store on 14th street and they like put me on a treadmill. They, oh, right. And they, they look at your, what your was really gait. embarrassing is they film it on a little iPad and they show you how you run. And I was like, Oh, Cute. my bald spot is so much more apparent than I realized. And like, well, was it an was it no? An it was just a shot? full body shot, and um, and also like I see my butt and stuff. I was like, oh, I I had hoped it was a better view from behind. But anyway, that's my own issues. I realize, but um, they told me. But did you get I a did. proper I got pair of shoes? Great pair, and so I just, I just, I know now that I need this particular. I don't need that necessarily that particular brand, but I need a shoe that's for someone who does not pronate has a wide foot and a mid foot strike which you everybody should have a mid foot strike but i actually do everybody should right. have a but i don't need strike something from and i'm not <laughs> going to talk anymore <laughs> it's incredible i think it's incredible i the i'm going to just rewind that you're like i'm focusing on my health right now and the three things that have been helping me have been meditation exercise and journaling, which here's the thing. It couldn't get more basic advice. It couldn't. Everyone in every book says exercise, journal, it's and truly meditation. in every, but let me book. tell you how hard it is. It's in every book. It's in every book. It's in every book. I mean, I think Dr. Seuss wrote it in every book of his. He did. I think that Ray Bradbury wrote it in every book. 
I think it's in the Babysitter's Club series. Like, I swear to you, it's in every book. The Bible has it. I know the Bible has it. I know this is like even Old Testament has this stuff. So I'm telling you, but isn't it hard? It's not as easy. Yeah, as I, every day the, I make a little to-do I, list yeah. in the morning and I put meditate, journal, exercise on the list of the things I have to do because I don't want to not put them there because mm. there have been days where I've been like, oh, I completely forgot to journal yesterday. You know, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Meditation goes well, though, because Neil is like, like, shall we meditate? Because we have to meditate at the same time or oh, I love it. because we don't have a, a house big enough that can allow for one person right. to be moving around the house and one person to be meditating. <laughs> right, right, right. I will say, God send me a partner who says to me, Hey, babe, you want to meditate? God, send me that goddess. Throw me that gentleman. Throw that gentleman at the, at, underneath my little balcony right now. Throw him. I will reach down and I will grab him. with my, He can grab my forearm and I will pull him up. Like, give me that man. I find that so wonderful and sexy and fabulous. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I love it. Love it. And he's also supporting Love me it. with like. Yeah, some pushing, you know. Because like we were really like baking and, you know, we were mm. drinking a lot because it was, you know, what else were we going to do? And he's been very mm-hmm. supportive of been like, of me being like, I, I need to that. not just sit in front of the TV and eat baked goods. <laughs> that is not right. good for me right. at this right. moment. And he's been right, 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 supportive of that. Spell it's support. Yeah. It's support. And what more could you want from someone who you live with but like deep and loving support? And I have to tell you, like when that is not present in a living situation, it is very yeah. difficult. It's very difficult. So I'm so glad you have that. I will have to say, and this has been the past, oh my God, couple of years really, but I seem to be I could use more structure. It's funny. I I used to come from such a structured place. And for me, a breathing room is essential. No structure, you mean? Like, and it has been for a little bit. Yeah, just breathing room to be like, oh, what am I going to do now? Or like, oh, the day got away from me. Okay. Like the, the lack of perfectionism, the sort of the the looseness is still what I am. I'm, I'm sort of on the, 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 I don't want to say riding the coattails. I'm a little bit at the end of the slip and slide on that. You know what I mean? Like there's, <laughs> there's, um, I don't think I do know what you mean. There, I do sense, well, like if it can be a little slippery and you can kind of flop all over and there goes your day, you know what I mean? And you're wet and it was fun, but like nothing got done. And, I'm a little bit at the end of that, meaning like, okay, this is good, but a little bit more structure could right. come in here right now. Like, there's a little bit more parenting that I could use, like gotcha. <laughs> a little bit more parenting. But um, can I just can I just jump mm-hmm. off this train and go directly into the fact that last night, starting at 5 p.m., I started the first season of Shit's Creek and the I first season of the it. whole uh, the whole series. Oh, the oh, yeah, first yeah, yeah. season. I have never seen Schitt's Creek. 
And it's one of those things where I was like, I need, I just kind of knew it had mm-hmm. to get saved for something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like for a period of time and, and right now, uh-huh. now being alone and being by myself, but not wanting to like go down and, you know, a, like wanting yeah. to keep levity and joy. I was screaming last night and I hear that Girl, like it's not it even a good season. I so hear that like better. season four and five are insane. <laughs> I I mean I it's still pretty good wait. I gotta say but like I yeah I think season it's four good. is the one that you're just like oh my god this show is perfect <laughs> I can't wait and I'm only like through season one and I just I was laughing so hard it made I was like I have not laughed out loud well I laugh out loud every day but I really truly it got me and I just was like god Damn, Catherine O'Hare, I can't stand her. I just, it's so good. And the editing is really great. I loved, you know, what I noticed too structurally. I was like, some of these scenes are really fucking short. Like, really short. Like, some of these scenes are like, this scene is a half a page. Like, and it just really you're such along. You're such a director. Only half hour. It's great. Oh, you really should. You should should be directing more. You should be directing episodics, not just films. I would love that. You Um, should be on Saturday Night Live. Go ahead and make some calls for me. Yeah, I should be on SNL too. Go ahead and make some phone calls when we're done. Okay, thanks. Like shoot, shoot an email. Like set me up. Shoot an email to some people. I know. Like structurally, I was like, oh god, this is so lovely it's lovely i love i can't wait to direct i i cannot wait um an island queen is its last day of uh inside out festival toronto which we were happy to be a part of and next week starts um new fest in new york uh for island queen then we have a week of that and then that's sort of it for our festivals and we did our like nine festivals on you know and not all of them were online of course but (sighs) island queen kind of like you know got got the shaft like many independent and non-independent excuse me films this year as along with other works of art oh my god sidebar sidebar i you don't need to watch it but i was listening to dance and stuff Jack Fervor and Reed Barnum and um, the podcast dance and stuff. Oh my God. I was laughing so hard. And Jack mentioned. Hello. Wow. I'm sorry. You know what? It, was, it said survey call. What? Yeah. So we had a little break just a moment there because Jen got a, f- Jen, <laughs> everyone's me. Um, because Jeff got a phone call and it kicked him off to recording. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. Here we are. Did you hear me say Paris Hilton? No, I didn't. Okay, great. So I was saying that I was listening to Dance and Stuff, reading Jack's podcast, uh-huh. making me laugh really, really hard, by the way. And Jack mentioned that he watched the Paris Hilton documentary on YouTube on her YouTube channel. So it's like <laughs> super free in there. I, sorry, there's music, but good for him. Um, I, you don't have to watch it, but I watched it and I fully enjoyed it. I fully enjoyed it. 
<laughs> so there's something. There's something for you. Wait, was that um, the one where? No, that's a, that's not a documentary specifically about her. But there was the some documentary that she was interviewed in about like reality stars and like the bad side of being a reality star or whatever. Mm, I mean, she dips in that, but no, this is more her. This is more. I mean, it's actually really well done. And I, 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 I really enjoyed it. And um, it did make her likable, which I'm sure it was 100% set out to do. But it talked about the like boarding school that she got sent to. And it's these like terrible, awful places in like Utah that still exist that are completely these abusive, traumatic centers where parents send their children Ooh. and they don't know that they get like completely abused and so she was shining a light sort of on institutions like that and um calling them out and i really liked it and i appreciated it it's not a must watch but it's a it's a go ahead if you feel like it watch (laughs) i also finished i may destroy you oh yeah which i was watching with someone uh the first couple episodes and then i was like i can't do this with you because it's such heavy subject matter. Like there needs, I need to be able to have a conversation about what was just watched. And it just, that was not available to me. So I was like, then I can't do this. Like I can't just sort of watch this and flush it down the toilet. You know, Mm -hmm. it needs to be discussed Mm -hmm. if I'm watching with someone else. So, but I just finished it and Oh my God, it was so good. That last episode is like wild. It's like, the dream that you have as a writer to create like something that's not like anything you've ever seen before and yeah has like I don't want to spoil it so I'm not going into it any further but I just really loved that last episode. Yeah, it's um it's a real special series that is for me was not able to binge. It was really like I had to do an episode and go okay. Right. And then do another one and like come back to it like a week later and go, okay. Like it's heavy. It's heavy. It's um necessary and it's, it's completely required viewing. Right. It's Although it re- is really funny at times. Like there are times where it's like Oh, I mean wow. really, really good. Really good. And there were some things where I was like, I can't believe that I I never thought that that would be something that would that would be considered rape. Truly. Oh, right. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess so. And I just, I was like, yeah, I guess so. And I'm like, wow, if that's the case, then right. I guess I've been there. You know, like, I don't need, I don't feel like I need to unpack about it. But I'm like, oh, I've been there. I've been there. Right. Like, I've completely been there. And I would venture many people have. Many, many people oh, have. totally. Many. And it was... It just was a very special show, and I'm very happy she made it. And I'm, you know, but also she doesn't just make herself like blindly the hero either. Like, no, she's like, no, she's complicated too. It's, I think it's really smart. It's very smart, and it's fantastic, and I truly enjoyed it. Um, what have you? Anything? Anything you want to um hit on? No. No. <laughs> Did you love those debates? How I have a question. Okay. Are we going to have another the the second presidential debate has been canceled. Is that true? Yes. 
because our president has um, contracted COVID. <laughs> well, not really, actually. Like they, he said, they, the debate commission said we would like to go virtual. Right. Because you have COVID. And he said, screw it. I don't want to do it at all. Which to me was, oh. you know, he's such a liar that you just can never believe anything. Like, I just, I like, I just can never believe anything he's going to say because he's just like documented as such a liar over and over and over again. And um, right. to me, that just felt like this is a good way to get out of the debate without. <laughs> he's, comp- I mean, he's, he's, com- he's pathological. Yeah. And it's, it's, he's not even cunning. He's not even, it's not even gaslighting because it's not, there's, there's no, questioning that it's wrong right and i mean it doesn't even matter for us to talk about this because it's like we're not saying anything that i mean you know it's like my friend who said his mom is always like fancies herself sort of a psychologist and she said one time well i think trump's a narcissist all proud like she had come up with that deduction and he was sort of like yeah (laughs) that's funny right Right. And that's how I feel where it's like, I never can say anything new. And, and oh, instead, yeah. all I can say is just like, I'm exasperated by it. I'm exasperated right. and exhausted right. by right. it. Right, right, yeah. There's no- <laughs> exactly. There's nothing innovative to, to add to any of this. Yeah. And it's all just, but there's just nothing. Con- I mean, gaslighting and lying. I mean, there's like the kind that is just utterly devastating. And his is just, he's just devastating. <laughs> there's no, there's no guessing about it. It's just like, oh yeah, no, that's not right. No, that's not right. That's not right. <laughs> Insane. Insane. I do have to say like, I truly enjoyed the VP debates. I, I debate. I truly enjoyed it. Right. And I was so pleased with Kamala Harris. Pleased. Yeah. Pleased. Pleased. Also, like, I, the one thing, though, where they're like, I repeat, he, Joe Biden will not ban fracking. He will not ban fracking. I wanted to be like, well, but he should. Right. <laughs> but, like, right. but, but he should. Yeah, but she knows she's going to get your vote, so she doesn't need to worry about that. Yeah. She does not need to worry about that. She does not. So crazy. How about the thing when they asked if um, they would expand the Supreme Court, and she was just like, over there. <laughs> incredible. Incredible. She's incredible. Well, what she's the hypocritical be a... thing about that, though, was like Mike Pence saying, like, she's not answering the question. And you're like, you never answer any question either. I know. But it's like it's... Kamala Harris can't say that because then she looks like this angry black woman. It's so fucked up. And so there's so much racism oh, women. and misogyny mixed into it. It's on. It's it's impossible. Yeah. It's impossible. I. Oh, God. It is impossible. And let me tell you, just across the board, like a woman cannot have a feeling. A woman cannot have a need. A woman, if unless she completely poses as a man, she's wrong. It's yeah, but then it's, if she poses as a man. Incredible. Then, well, then she's she's not sexually desirable. Right, then so like, then that's also wrong as well. And she's like a ball buster. It's so insane. It's I, I'm telling you, it's impossible. It's impossible to live in this world. I'm telling you, from a from a political, from an econo- from a from a personal level, it is impossible 
to be a woman. It's impossible. I don't know what we, I just, it's like, I need a coven. I just need to go to the desert with women and just, I, don't know. I, don't, I, mean, I mean, at least you have white skin. At least I have, are you kidding? At least that's my number one. That's my number one. It's incredible. It's literally incredible. Okay. Um, what I will have to say, is it fall right now? Because I am, while I can go jump in the ocean, while I can go, doors are open here and I don't need air conditioning. Am I missing a beautiful fall in the East coast right now? I hate to tell you this, but yeah, you really are. Oh God. It's a gorgeous fall, but you know, Good. it's also like, um, fraught every time you go outside. <laughs> yes. Fair, fair, fair. People like who are, leaves, right. Like a friend of mine from Texas was like, I miss New York. I want to come there. And I was like, well, don't come now. It's not New York don't right come now. now. <laughs> yeah. Don't come now. Don't come now. It, exactly. It's, you know, but like, you know, it's 62 degrees right now. and Gorgeous. Um, Gorgeous. It's like I can feel it. I can smell it. I can just feel and smell the fall. And I'm like, oh, I miss her. I miss her. There's so much that I miss. We talk about this. Every once in a while, you'll run to a block and you'll be like, oh, trees with gold leaves that are falling. Oh. How lovely beautiful and beautiful our co-op put these gorgeous gorgeous mm. autumnal mm. red flowers in this like little circular area really? and <gasps> oh it's so beautiful it's so oh how beautiful be- how, how wonderful <laughs> oh i am just a gasp as well isn't that just you know lovely? when i said I know, that I- when I saw that, you know what I said? I said, oh, good, oh, good, oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, yes. God, really can bring a story around. See, you write it, I'll direct it. We got this. We got this. We got this. Yeah, I'm going to watch a SAG, you know, town hall. You know that our unions or SAG has all these, like, watch On this the talk thing. with these cats. No. But they're like, watch this talk with these casting directors talking about like the the climate of the industry right now. And you know, they have these little like Zoom what Q and A's. And on Tuesday, I think Tuesday, I'm gonna listen to one about um the state of production Hmm. and sort of get up to date. I also have to teach my students, you know. Yeah. To teach my students, keep them up to date. So I watch those sag things. Um, what did you think about the announcement that Broadway is going to remain closed until June, July, June oh, I thought it was of May. 2021. Excuse me. Was it May? I thought it was May. doesn't matter. Well, it's one of those things where it's like, I'm not surprised. Not surprised. Somehow I'm still sort of devastated by it. Like, yeah. Even though it was like, oh yeah, we all knew this was going to happen. It was like, Oh, I'm so sad to see that, like to see that yeah. officially. And like, I keep thinking about, you know, yeah. who I really keep thinking about, I keep thinking about, you know, that show six, which by the way, I'm not even exactly sure. I think it has something about with like King Henry the eighth's wives. Or something. I don't know. I don't no, know no, 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 no. Like, right, 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 right. It's like right. this young new musical. And it looked like it had this like hot, young, sexy cast in it. And you just know that there are tons of people who were making their Broadway debut in that show. And right. it was scheduled to open the night that Broadway closed. And I oh, just, God. my heart, I mean, it's devastating. you know, and also like, we're getting to a point now where it's like, nobody, like, 
a, a friend of mine who's an equity who has his insurance through equity just got a note saying like you haven't you don't have enough weeks for your insurance and he's like nobody has enough weeks <laughs> yeah nobody does except nobody for those does. like five people in godspell and like <laughs> somebody yeah right <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, no, nobody does. I mean, they're doing this like silver tier thing where you can continue if you can't afford Cobra, which is like twelve hundred dollars a month. Right. Um, this silver tier thing about two fifty a month till the end of the year, and then they're gonna reevaluate. And it's just like fuck, man. It's just hard. But that—that's what I mean. Not to make this like into some sort of stump speech, but like that's why universal healthcare is so necessary, honey. There's like yes, you're told like. You sh- you're you should get insurance for your company, oh, and it's like my company no literally company. does not exist. It doesn't exist. Before, I don't have my company. Before we could like shame ourselves for not getting enough jobs that had enough weeks that stretched together that allowed us to have healthcare, but now right. it's just like the system is is flawed. It's flawed, and yeah. there's no way. I yeah, there's no way. I am so lucky because I happened to make enough for this year for SAG and so I can still get on it before they change to their no tiered system in January like right. I qualified right, just right, in right. time good good for you good yeah. good but like I shouldn't be oh like, yeah no girl I shouldn't be like oh I lucked out I can go to a doctor right right Right, right. Yeah, it's insane. And I, and that was my mad dash to like reestablish my residency to a new place. Like I had to do it immediately because learning like the laws in California for Medi-Cal and like all this, like, it felt very scary. Um, But, you know, I did, I guess I'm paying whatever I'm, I guess it's happening. I mean, I don't know. We'll see the doctor if I can get a flu shot, but (laughs) <laughs> I just think of like ev- everyone, everyone in the industry. And also like, you know, there's so much that's out there as well. And I posted on Facebook and some other stuff just cause it was, although I did know it was devastating and we're already in an industry that we don't ever have security about our work. I mean, arguably everyone can say no industry does, especially with our economy, but even before COVID, but I will say that like, there's something to already us having to sort of battle a, um, I don't want to say climate, but a sort of a, a label of like, oh, like I've always felt that way. And of course the laws like reflect it, that like artists and like they'll figure it out and pick them up from their bootstraps and you can make it in New York. And this sort of energy of like, you got this girl. It's like the energy that, I mean, this is personal, but the energy that I hate when people are like, Jen, if anyone can get through this, you can. You're the strongest girl I know. I don't want to be that. I'm not asking for that. I don't want to dig myself out of a hole because I'm strong. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's something to that energy of, oh, artists, you, but, you, but if anyone can get creative and figure their way out of it, it's like, fuck you. We're an industry. No, no, absolutely no. And I just find it very disingenuous to suggest at this time that we'll figure it out and we'll zoom and we'll do this and we'll do that. And it's like, no, we need relief. We need tangible relief. Do not expect us to dig ourselves out of this. I want you to know, I want you to know, I think you are one of the weakest people I know. And that I think that 
all of the Thank bad you. things that happen to you will destroy you. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what's funny? I genuinely appreciate that. And when you just said, I think you're one of the weakest people I know, I actually felt a sense of relief. <laughs> like, it's like, I just, and you know, while I've never had sort of the feeling, I've never been one to feel like, oh, you know, Superman or Superwoman's coming to rescue me. I, I haven't, I don't feel that way. At the same time, it's like, I'm, I don't want to keep thinking, like, no, I don't want to be the strongest person. The, when you have a, when you have an, a, a perception that someone, again, let me go down this little pity trail right now. When you have a perception that someone is strong, you then leave them to their device. Like you're like, they'll figure it out. They'll get it. They got this. And it's, you're just, and then the people who are presumed strong or whatever, and they'll dig their way out of it. We're like, no, can we ever get some help? Like, please, like put me in a, put my hair in pigtails. Like, let me look, I, not that, that I shouldn't say that, that has nothing to do with it, but like, no, I, I wish to be perceived as a weak woman who needs, who needs help, <laughs> like for the love of God. Right. And I say that only as sort of like a mirror to the energy that I am seeing in newspapers and in the media that is sort of like, you know, it's that New York times article that, that said, you know, the government or the state is giving relief to, you know, the, the airplane in, or the airline industry, some other industry, and even theater. And it's that and even that I really hate and resent. And it's, we're not, this is, this is commerce. This is economics. Like we are part of this, the country, you know, even though we aren't, you know. Well, I will say that like. Hospital workers. You know, there's, there hasn't been a second relief bill for anyone, you know, and. There are so many people right now. I'm on unemployment. I'm making, you know, like less than $200 a week. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I didn't have a huge savings right now, I wouldn't be able to pay my rent. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, like, uh, yeah, we need help. And that is the role of the government, contrary to all of the small government Republican minds and libertarians who don't want the government messing with their stuff even though they will drive on the roads that they paved but anyhow (laughs) right it's just it it feels it feels even though I do feel like physically like safe and good for today but I'm specifically talking about like housing at the moment um having come out here alone like I I do have a fear of what four months from now, six months from now, what that will be for everyone. Well, because we've spent our entire adult lives mm-hmm. finding a space to be artists. Mm-hmm. And now we are told there is no space for art and right. there won't be for at least another year. So, right. uh, Oops. And how that trickles <laughs> down, like, you know, you talk. Like, I mean, I guess when theaters... I guess what we should no, be saying when... is like, uh, you know, like, I mean, I guess like in, in a weird way, it's like the people who are fracking don't want you to say we're banning fracking because then they'll have no job. And, right. right. And we right. are basically they banned theater. And I'm not saying like we should have. I'm not saying that. I, I, I know that that's a public health risk and. I support 
not having that public health risk. I just. Well, you know what else is a public health risk? Not having the arts. Because you know what fucking saved me? The arts. No hospital ever saved me, actually, from a lot of mental shit that went down and a lot of people that I know. So to be honest, I'm opening it up. The arts actually has saved lives. And I know that. Like, And I think it is essential. Otherwise, it it wouldn't have been in every culture for the, the history of time. And also, like, you know, it's there's and when I say in economic, like what this tornado is doing, like you close theaters, the parking garage across the street that relies on the people coming to see theater every night and parking there, you lose that. The hot dog stand across. Do you know what I mean? This is not just like artists. It is not. And I also think of like, even like, well, get creative. You figured out. It's like, and at the very least, I think, well, I probably will figure something out online. Like we're already trying to do that and somehow figure out how to garner some money from it. What about stage managers? What about electricians? What about set designers? They can't like figure out is, do you know what I mean? Mm. It's like, at least in, I'm saying that I am talent and at the end of the day, I can put my face out there and that's what I used before. Maybe not my face. Okay. (laughs) But, (laughs) but it's, 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 I, it's just very, it's, it's, it's tricky and it's sad. And I am sort of diluting it down to my own experience, which is the arts, but I'm telling you, this is a bizarre ass time. It's bizarre. And I keep saying it. I'm shocked that I'm an adult in it. I'm shocked to my core. Neil always looks to me and he goes, can you believe we're living through this? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. I'm like, this is crazy. This is bizarre. And it makes, and I also get very defensive and I'll say it. I'm sorry. And I know everyone's going through it now. Everyone, 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 rich people, poor people, marginalized white, rich people. I understand we're all going through it right now in our own particular ways. I respect that. I acknowledge that. I shine the light. I hold it up. However, some people haven't stopped working. Some people, the only thing that's really changed, I mean, let me tell you what, here in San Diego, this is not lockdown. Okay. I'm like, to to the people in San Diego here, I'm like, honey, this isn't, go to New York. That's lockdown. This is not lockdown. This is not lockdown. You can walk around and do everything. Like, this is not lockdown. Right. It's just not. And I... I know, like with the Michigan people, I, too. It's like, in Germany, they can't even leave their, like, the state. Yeah, this is <laughs> not fucking lockdown. Like, really? No. You don't... No. This is... You have space. You can ride your bike. You know, no, this is not lockdown. Um, I mean, it is, but you know what I'm saying. I'm just being uber comparative. But I, I also am like... I just, I'm at this point and it's okay that I'm here right now, but anyone who's like working and hasn't stopped working, if you're complaining, I can't hear it. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know I'll get there. I'll adult through this, but like, I, I'm not, I want to knock on the noggin and go, do you realize that people have completely, like, there won't be work for like, you haven't stopped working. Like your life hasn't shifted, but you wear a mask now to go to the store. Like you've got to be kidding me. Right. I have, I'm sorry. I just don't have the ears for it right now. I don't have it. I don't have the empathy and the sympathy for people who have not lost their jobs. I just, I don't have it. Not at the moment. (laughs) Sorry. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it's, it's just, 
it, and it's shocking some of the people that I've been around who I just, I, I'm like, do you not? And yes, to make it about me, do you not realize that I literally like people have given up, have had to give up like where they live. They've had to sell everything. Like there isn't a choice. Like you're just pissed because you, and there and are it's just, I just don't, I'm sorry. Americans who died. P.S. We're not even talking about that. I'm sorry. Well, I just like, I think actually I'm not, I'm not sorry. I just truly I don't have I can't hold space for people who haven't right. lost no, their jobs. Said, I can't hold that said. space right now. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> can't. It's just so it's so well, what I would say is um, please help a girl out. Help me out. Help a resentful girl out. Is that um, suffering isn't something that one really needs to worry about comparing that's not necessarily easy to do um but i i have not walked a mile in a person who has had to learn how to teach via zoom you know and i don't have kids and i don't know what it's like for to still have my job and also have to work with um you know with my kids in the house and finding childcare for them and and I don't know, I mean, you know, I mean, you, you gave that preamble, so I think you understand this, but I, I think, I mean, you know, I think like nurses and doctors, it's like very traumatic, this experience. And, and yeah, even like is. grocery store people who, uh, you know, employees of, of grocery stores who are, um, you know, really feel like they're risking their lives to be out there. Listen. Exposure, exposure during a global pandemic is traumatic. It's nothing short right. of traumatic. It is. And I have learned to teach via Zoom. And luckily, my class <laughs> is pretty easy to teach right. via Zoom. Right. But a room of like five-year-olds? No. <laughs> or eight-year-olds? No. Don't know how to do that. Nope. Don't know how you keep attention on a screen. Right. Nope, nope, nope. No, I, I just... That's or like my right sister now. who had and to fire people. Talk- like... Yeah. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I get, and I, and I think most people who still have their job are very like, like I know my sister is always like, I'm just so happy that I still have my job. I'm just so happy that I still have my job. So, right. right. Here's, I, I think what I'm talking to give myself a little bit of like a shine on how, what I just spit. I feel like it's more, I really have a hard time, like read the room. Sure. I really just, I just have, a real you're like, talking about those actors about, you're talking like, about the actors the actors who are like have you worked yet have you worked yet oh it's so hard you have to wear a, you have to wear a mask the whole time it's so strange no <laughs> i'm actually specifically talking about the person that i was living oh. with here <laughs> specifically just like the un- inability to like read the room like uh, the wi- the whining you know the complaining about literally anything and just not having any sort of sense of any acknowledgement of like, and I know what you're going through right now must be difficult. Like it just not being able to read a room is, has always been a pet peeve sure. of mine. Just try to get, try to get a temperature, try to realize that some of the things you said, there's other people in the room. And when I say that, I would just like to acknowledge the marginalized, the LGBTQ, the people of color, the people are not straight, white, born into a middle-class Midwest family with family that they still talk to and are supported by, as myself. Sure. 
So it is easier for some people is sort of what I'm saying. It just is. And me, I have it. Honey, she is living in the lap of luxury compared to many. But, oh, my God, read a room. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Read a fucking room. <laughs> like, when it's, when it's over and over and over again, you're just like, wow, I just cannot cry for you, Argentina. I can't. Right. can't do it. Yeah. can't do it. Sometimes empathy just has to be cut Oof. off. <laughs> Sometimes it's just like, you know, I can't be the only one with empathy in the room because then I'm just an at- Then I'm an idiot. Then it's just, I feel like just an idiot. But anyway, I digress. Um, I digress. Um, What are you doing with the rest of your day? Um, I know it's afternoon. I I still haven't taken a shower after my run. So I'm going to go do that. I'm going to have some lunch. I'm right now looking out my window and, you know, I don't have a balcony, but my neighbors have a balcony. (laughs) And there are these two Mm -hmm. pigeons sitting on the railing of the balcony. Yeah. I think they're cuddling up against each other because it's a little chilly. Oh, yeah, it sweetness. Is I mean, I'm sure for the neighbors, they're like, the sweetness. Okay, but... <laughs> right, 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 right. But right, 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 right. What a lovely for my, my My daughter, my daughter who has snuggly pigeons, she's kind of into it too. Is she? How is she's Beverly? Not, she normally is into the pigeons, but right now she's taking a nap right next to me and she's. Oh, I love she that She likes little to get man. her head warm, so she twists her head upside down and her little mouth is facing up. It's very cute. Let me tell you what I miss desperately. I miss yeah. a pet. I was able to spend some time with a pet, and it was truly a joyous, I joyous say thing. She's really been very helpful for me during the pandemic. Aww. Just to have... I do want something cuddly next to me, and I do think it will probably graduate itself to a pet and I don't know when but I put the energy out that 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 might come to me that that. might come to me I don't know how the hell I'm gonna pay for it but don't pets cost they do there there's the 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 okay which is a lot and and the poop which either litter or bags and um then there's vet bills and then there's what about like heart pills Okay, I'm not getting a pet. I'm not getting a pet. Oh, well, you have what? to pay to make sure that they don't get worms. No. Oh my god! I think I'm not getting a pet. I can't <laughs> afford a pet. You can give me your pet to like watch. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know if this place can I have pets. I don't think pets. it can. <laughs> I don't know if that's available. I don't think it actually can. Actually, expand the pets. But maybe I someone in San Diego who needs a pet sitter, you can come to their house. Yeah, but now I don't want to leave my place because I have a place, you know? Okay, well, the pets are off the table. But thank you, thank you, thank you for figuring, thank you for trying to sort it for me, and I think, yes, pets are off the table. (laughs) Oh, maybe I just need more cuddly blankets and pillows Yeah, one of those weighted blankets. What are Mm. you going to do for the rest of the day? Well, I'm going to send this email to my directors at ADA to be like, oh, wait, no class tomorrow because it is Indigenous Peoples Day tomorrow. And um, I forgot. So I, when are we making up that class is my hopes and dreams. 
And so I'm going to email them about that and then email my students that even though we don't have class tomorrow, you still have to turn in your final draft of your resume. <laughs> That's sort of a nice homework. Just have to make a resume. It's a I nice like, homework. I like making my well, resume. Maybe it's because I I'm, have credits, though. Girl, uh, cute. I credits? am a giant stickler for their resumes. They have to be tight and right and perfect. And I will not let them have one thing off. Because I'm like, girl, that is your, your headshot and resume is your, that is your first, that is your first representation of yourself in the industry. That's the first thing people see about you. And if you've got some janky margins, if you've got stuff that's off, if I can't read that thing, if it's not tight and right and clear, you're a mess. I don't want to have you in my rehearsal room. You know what I mean? I don't <sighs> like it. So I'm really strict about that, but it's fun. We do it in a real fun <laughs> when way. When are they graduating? Uh, my students will graduate next spring so, spring or 20, this coming 22 spring. or 2021 2021 it's a rough time it's a rough time yeah. to be graduating with a theater degree yeah it's going to be graduating you know what i told them and i'm going to remind them i really do admire them here's why think about the time we're in right now and imagine still paying for your education your, your expensive education in the entertainment industry like still wanting to move forward with your education as an artist. I, I just, I find that and their energy and they're still positive. And I, I told them, I'm like, keep like as negative as I just came across. I tell them it is true. Like you, you must keep your head above water yes. in all this. And I just sort of, I really admire them for like wanting, wanting to continue their education in such a desperately uncertain time. Yeah. yeah. I do like them a lot. Touché. Like them a lot. So that's what I'm going to do. Oh, and then I'm going to watch season two of Schitt's Creek or open it up to watch I more Schitt's Creek. I that sounds great. I love it. This was great. I always love talking Me to too. you. Me too. And venting at our audience, <laughs> right at them, right in their faces. Both of them. <laughs> Both of them. Oh, Touche. Touche.